welcome to episode number 127 of Doctor Who Panel to Panel. This is Jeremy Bumet, your host, welcoming you to another episode. I apologize for the slightly longer than normal delay in getting a new episode out. I try to shoot for at least one episode a month, but sometimes uh, life gets in the way. And right now with, uh, Titan, or with Titan putting out one comic a month, roughly, and uh, Panini, the new Doctor Who magazine, not having a new uh, comic strip in it, uh, hopefully not for too much longer, there's not a lot of new content to go through, and uh, it's been kind of quiet in Doctor Who comic land. But uh, I am got some things in the works, uh, got some ideas of uh, content to put into this podcast, and hopefully we'll at least get back onto a monthly schedule to give you an episode a month. So with that being said, here is the episode for the month of June. Uh, this episode is going to be kind of short, but uh, has plenty of content nonetheless. We are going to go through current Doctor Who comic news, and then we will do a review of the most recent Doctor Who comic that came out, which is Missy Number 2 from Titan Comics. And then we'll have another little tidbit of uh, just something I felt like throwing in. So... With all that being said, uh, thank you very much for downloading this episode of Panel to Panel, and let's jump right into it with the news. In Doctor Who comic news for this episode of Doctor Who Panel to Panel, let's take a look at the month of May, and I'll let you know what came out for the month of May, so that way if you happen to miss something, you can go to your comic book shop and uh, pick up what you missed out on. Actually, this will be pretty easy for you, because there hasn't been a lot that came out. Um, the day you want to focus on is Wednesday, May 12th. That is when Doctor Who Missy number 2 came out from Titan Comics, which is the review that we'll be doing here shortly. And also the Doctor Who Alternating Current trade paperback, which reprinted the last four issues of the Doctor Who comic from Titan, featuring the 10th and 13th Doctor, was released. So if you haven't picked up those comics, um, make sure you pick that up. Then if we jump ahead to uh, Wednesday, the 26th of May, there was a new previews catalog that came out. Uh, the reason I bring this up is I know the previews catalog is something that costs, I think it's $4 uh, every month to get that has a long list of all the, the comics that are being released two months ahead of time. Uh, I know in the, investing $4 a month on a catalog uh, seems kind of a waste of $4 or however much it is. But uh, if you don't want to do so and you still want to know what Doctor Who comic-related uh, merchandise or items are coming out in a couple months, make sure you check out my website, which is DoctorWhoComics.com. I put up information there, news, uh, as it gets released uh, from whatever company is putting out Doctor Who comics. I put it on there, but also every month I put uh, full-color scans of the Doctor Who comic listings, whether it be the latest Doctor Who magazine that will be coming out in a couple months, or the latest comic from Titan Comics, uh, collection from Panini, anything that is Doctor Who comic related, I will scan and put that up on, on my website. So that way, if you want to see what's coming out and let your local comic book shop know that there's something coming out that you want to get, uh, you don't have to invest the money in a previews catalog. Um, trying to help out all of us fans out there who are collectors and want to make sure we don't miss out on comics or miss out on uh, collected editions. So make sure you check that out. 
Speaking of which, if you go check out the most recent listings that I've done for previous catalogs, you'll notice that Cutaway Comics is starting to have their comics listed in previews, which is great for those of us over here in the States. Cutaway Comics has been doing several or a couple different uh, mini-series focusing on either settings or characters from the mythos of Doctor Who, uh, all this, you know, from 1963 to present. And most of their stuff or all their stuff is originally being uh, solicited as a Kickstarter campaign to raise the funds to actually make these comics. And that is probably the best way to, if you want to make sure you get the the comics is and uh, give them the most amount of money to make the comics with, Kickstarter is the way to go. However, over here in the States, to have the comics sent from the UK to the United States is kind of uh, cost prohibitive. And I was very happy to see that Cutaway Comics is now getting their stuff solicited through previews so that those of us here in the States, if we want actual physical copies of the comics and either you missed out on the Kickstarter or you didn't want to pay the the shipping cost to have stuff sent from the UK to the US, you now have the opportunity to order them from your local comic book shop. And I highly, highly recommend that if you do want these, you let your local comic book store know ASAP that you want them. Because when I ran a comic book store, this would be one of those companies that I probably wouldn't order from unless a customer let me know, hey, I'll buy this if you get it in. It's not something that uh, you'll have that will have a high demand from customers. So most comic book stores that are you know they have a budget that are watching what they spend on what uh, will probably skip over this. So we want to make sure that you don't miss out on that. Make sure you let your comic book store know that uh, you want stuff from cutaway comics or likewise even doctor who magazine a lot of stores don't carry doctor who magazine if you want to make sure you get it and don't go to barnes and noble or a bookstore let your comic book store know that you want it so there you go there's a plug for my website doctorwhocomics.com and speaking of kickstarter uh there was a kickstarter for a comic called devil's end which is uh a comic that was put out that uh featured once again, a setting from the worlds of Doctor Who, uh, Devil's End, and uh, the, they had a Kickstarter trying to come up with enough money to put out a new issue, and I'm happy to report that they were successful. Luckily, um, I don't think they were asking for too terribly much, and they had enough backers to, to back this, myself included. So they will be putting out this comic hopefully sometime soon. And so kudos to them. Also, kudos to uh, Cutaway Comics. Their latest uh, Kickstarter that they successfully funded is a sequel to Paradise Towers called Paradise Found, I believe. And um, that was successful, so that will be coming out somewhere down the road. So it's it's nice to see a couple companies doing some kind of offshoot Doctor Who uh, comic-related books that are being successful. One other thing um, to tie in kind of with Cutaway Comics, the the people that run Cutaway Comics, um, primarily uh, Gareth Cavanaugh, is uh, also the, the people behind the wonderful Vorp Vorp magazine. And news just came out that Vorp Vorp issue number four will be coming in August. Uh, I'm sure that's when they'll start soliciting for orders for that. And if you are a Doctor Who Comics fan, and you have not read Vorp Vorp magazine, you don't know what you're missing. If you think Doctor Who magazine is like the the best magazine for Doctor Who, 
you're totally wrong. Vorp Vorp magazine blows it out of the water. This is a magazine um, specifically about Doctor Who comics. And if you're listening to this podcast, you have to have this magazine. I cannot stress that highly enough. If you've missed out on issues one through three, they are still available from uh, their website. If you go to vorpvorpco.uk, I must spell that out for those of you who don't remember how to spell vorp. V-W-O-R-P, V-W-O-R-P-C-O dot U-K. That is the website you want to go to to order previous issues. Uh, they do have a compendium of issues one and two, and they still have copies of issue number three, as far as I know. And uh, like I said, issue number four, they're going to start taking orders in August. Uh, they've already kind of shown a bit about uh, what is going to be in it, and it looks wonderful. So make sure you don't miss out on it. Two last little tidbits of information. Uh, if you go to my website, DoctorWhoComics.com, you will see that they, the solicitation for the Doctor Who Age of Chaos graphic novel from Panini. This is the uh, next graphic novel that will be coming out, which will include the Age of Chaos graphic novel that was written by the sixth Doctor himself, Colin Baker, as well as a few other one-shot uh, strips thrown in for good measure to round out the issue. And I'm not entirely certain, but I think they're coming pretty close to the end of the of collecting all the Doctor Who comic strips in graphic novel form. So if you've missed out on ordering this from your comic shop, make sure you let them know right away uh, so you can get an order in for that. I think over in the UK, it's coming out anytime now. And over here in the States, it should be coming out roughly in July, uh, July, August, to make sure you don't miss out on that. And the last bit of information, I suggest everybody go to YouTube and look or do a search for Beep the Meep. Those of you who are Doctor Who comic fans know who Beep the Meep is. Well, Beep the Meep is also the uh, login or the screen name of somebody who is doing some animated Doctor Who comic strips. Basically, he's taken a lot of the comic strips from Doctor Who magazine and putting, uh, animating them. It's fairly simple animation, um, but still it's fun nonetheless. Um, he adds a music soundtrack and also, uh, sound effects. There are, there's no dialogue. Basically it's just word balloons that pop up and you can kind of read along with it, but it's a neat way to see the comics in a new light or from a new perspective. And, uh, if you are a Doctor Who comic fan and maybe, you know, some Doctor Who fans who, aren't a fan of reading comic books, have them watch a couple of these. Uh, there's plenty to choose from, and it might be something that somebody who is used to watching like the uh, the animated DVDs that have been coming out from uh, from the BBC, like Fury from the Deep and the Mocker Terror, they might enjoy watching uh, an animated comic strip. Uh, and even if you're a comic fan and you want to see something new and different, make sure you check these out. So do a search for Beep the Meep on YouTube, and uh, make sure you check out these animated episodes. And there you go. There is uh, quite a bit of news that I dug up about Doctor Who Comics. And now, with that, let's go to a review. In this episode of Doctor Who Panel to Panel, we are going to open the Pandorica on Doctor Who Missy Number 2. Or you could just call it Missy Number 2, this miniseries, which is... From Titan Comics is uh, the four-issue miniseries featuring Missy. 
And this is part two called The Master Plan. And it is written by uh, longtime Doctor Who writer now, Jody Hauser, with art by Roberta Ingranada, coloring by Enrica Aaron Angiolini. And Shari Chankama is the flat flatter. And the letter is from Richard Starkings and Comic Craft. And just to get you up to speed, because it's been a while, previously, Missy's up to her old or new tricks and is plotting to retrieve the key to time from an unbreakable vault. In order to do so, she attempted to break her former incarnation, the Master, out of Stormcage prison by pretending to be her nemesis, the Doctor. But the Master has his own agenda. And this is where the issue takes or continues on. Basically, Missy has. It starts out with a little kind of scene with Missy and the Twelfth Doctor, um, which has a little bit to do with the story, not really. But then it jumps right back into the fencing match that Missy and the Master were having as Missy is trying to break the Master out of uh, prison. Missy ends up kind of convincing him to go along with her. Um, and somehow convincing the the master that uh, she is the doctor. Although I'm kind of wondering, since usually the Time Lords can sense other Time Lords and who they are, how the master doesn't sense that Missy is uh, somebody who isn't the doctor. Anyway, enough of that part. Um, Missy and the master kind of go on their way trying to figure out how to get out of this prison, and Missy... Asked the master, you know, have you ever thought about changing your ways and being good? Um, kind of because that's where she's at as a character right now, trying to decide if she wants to be good or not. Although stealing the key to time, not really a good thing. Um, but the master is like, nope, never thought about that. So meanwhile, they start running around, take a wrong turn, and end up running into uh, some people with weapons. And that is when... Uh, they are saved from this uh, from these people at the last instant by River Song. Sorry for the spoiler here. This issue's been out for a few weeks, so I figure most people have probably already read it. Um, but River shows up, ends up taking out the, the last uh, person who kind of stands in their way of escaping, and River helps lead uh, Missy and the Master through the prison. Um, River is uh, Missy says, you know, I'm the doctor, I know who you are, um, and River doesn't seem to doubt that any. Um, they kind of go on their merry way and make it to uh, Missy's TARDIS, and that is when uh, the Master and Missy leave the prison, uh, leave River behind, and that's when they decide what they're going to do next as to how to figure out where to, or how to break in and get the key to time. And that's pretty much this issue, issue number two in a nutshell. Um, I thought this ep or this issue was fun. Uh, Jody Hauser has done a really good job of capturing the voices of the main characters, uh, Missy and the Master and River Song, very well in this issue. Um, she, the characters feel like the characters you know from from TV. Those of you who are familiar with Missy, she definitely sounds like Missy. River Song. Uh, what little bit you do see of her in this uh, issue. She seems like the character you saw on TV. And for those of you classic Doctor Who fans who know the Roger Delgado master, for the most part, I would say uh, this character feels like it, although he seems a, a little more uh, 
physical than the the master that I'm used to during the the John Pertwee era. Um, I know he they had him fencing in in uh, episodes of the TV series, but to me he seems a little bit more exuberant or outgoing or um, physical than than what I would expect. The artwork in this issue, once again, is very, very good. Um, I love Roberta Ingranata's artwork. She does a, an excellent job, and I hope she continues for a long time on the, the Titan Doctor Who comic. And uh, I thought it was a, a good, solid uh, issue. There's not a lot going on other than getting Missy and the Master out of uh, the prison. And it kind of, to me, it seems like it kind of went on a little bit long to just have that little bit of stuff happen but there's a lot of uh interaction between your main characters and stuff so that kind of pads the issue out or, or fills out that this part of the story um they don't seem to have very far to go to get to the end of where they're going so i'm not sure exactly how that's going to play out but i am intrigued i thought it was decent and uh I I enjoyed it. And if you haven't been reading this Missy comic, I highly suggest you pick it up. Uh, you should be able to go to your local comic book shop and find issues one and two. And there you have it. There's a review of Missy number two. Exterminate! I was going to start this part or this segment of Panel to Panel by saying I hope you will indulge me for a, a few minutes. However, I happen to realize that every time you listen to this podcast, you're basically indulging me by listening to me for, you know, anywhere from 20 minutes to an hour, hour and a half if I'm interviewing somebody. However, it's not very often that I take time to kind of speak my mind. Um, I kind of do to an extent with reviews of latest issues or comic strips or even past Doctor Who comic strips. Um, and... I always try to find the good in things. Um, I'm one of those people who I'm more of an optimist than I am a pessimist. I'm somebody that, you know, no matter the person, the subject, a TV show that I'm watching, um, I'm always trying to find something good in it. And I'm sure you'll notice with my with my reviews of Doctor Who Comics, I always am positive about them. I might make a, a, a comment here and there about things that I uh, didn't care for too terribly much, but I, I'm sure that you would agree with me that my reviews of stuff, the positives definitely outweigh the negatives. Probably a, a 10 to 1 ratio, I would say. However, I do hope you indulge me for the next few minutes while I speak my mind about a subject that I'm not sure. It's, it's bugged me for quite a while, but it's something that with this latest issue of Doctor Who uh, comics from Titan Comics, the, the Missy number 2 uh, issue that really ticked me off, I guess. And that is having guest stars or guest villains or uh, stuff like that in, in the comic story. And the reason I want to talk about that is because I feel that Titan Comics has been going to the well way too many times to try to get people to read their Doctor Who comic. And in Missy number 2... Having River Song show up uh, to help Missy and the Master escape the prison just was a bit too much for me. It put me one step beyond the line I had drawn in the sand. Because then I started thinking about the previous Doctor Who comics that Titan Comics have put out and how the past 
the the alternating current trade paperback that just came out, which reprinted the past four issues of Doctor Who com- uh, the Doctor Who comic from Titan Comics, had the Thirteenth Doctor teaming up with the Tenth Doctor, which then reminded me of the previous story arc in which the Thirteenth Doctor teamed up with the Tenth Doctor, and uh, how the Sea Devils and the Silurians showed up in the last story, and how. We have Missy and the Master together in this one. And they seem to be using, reusing characters, doctors, villains, monsters way too often. Um, if you compare the, what we have for current Doctor Who comics, and I realize that Doctor Who magazine isn't doing a comic right now. However, if you would, even over the past year, take a look at what Doctor Who magazine has done for storylines compared to what Titan Comics has done for storylines, they're two totally different animals. Um, the, the stories that have been going on in Doctor Who magazine have been the 13th Doctor and fam facing whatever menace it is. But it's always something new and fresh. Um, the last storyline that just got done where the, the Doctor and family ran into Bruce Lee, uh, that's something that's new and different. It's not rehashing or bringing in uh, a, a monster like the Daleks or the Cybermen or having the 13th Doctor team up with the 3rd Doctor just for the heck of it because it takes place in the you know during Bruce Lee's time in the early 70s. They're not relying on the fact that, oh, maybe we'll get more readers in if we put in a, a Doctor that uh, other fans love. Maybe they're... Maybe the, the readership of Doctor Who magazine isn't all on board with the 13th Doctor, um, which is, it almost seems like that's what Titan Comics is going with. Titan Comics, it seems like they feel the 13th Doctor can't stand on her own, that you have to have the 10th Doctor in because David Tennant was wildly popular with the fans. And maybe if we have the 10th Doctor in, then we will get some more readership because the David Tennant fans will, will jump on the book. Well, I hate to tell you this, but Titan Comics... The, the the fans that you have reading the Doctor Who comic, they want new, fresh material. You're not going to get a lot. You might get a few here and there that might go, oh, look, the 10th Doctor's on the cover of this. I like David Tennant. I'll read this comic. Doctor Who has always been something that, where the Doctor, the stories that you tell in Doctor Who are, you the, the sky is the limit. You can tell whatever kind of story you want, whatever genre genre you want. Uh, whatever setting you want, from, you know, caveman days to the end of time. You can put in, make up whatever monster villain you want. You can do a historical story and have some villain, you know, a bad guy from the past, Al Capone, you know, whatever. You can make up a monster or a creature or an evil baddie that's trying to take over the universe. Um, You don't need to have monsters and stuff especially time after time after time, having monsters and villains that we've seen before, just kind of rehashing the same old stuff. Be creative. Come up with something new. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that it's bad to have a a former or past doctor show up with the 13th Doctor from time to time. However, Titan, you did two back-to-back stories where the 13th Doctor teamed up with the 10th Doctor. To me, that speaks of either being lazy or trying to pander to your audience in hopes of selling a book. And if you're doing that, if 
all you're looking at this for is a money grab. It's a it's a license that you are paying for in hopes of getting uh, a return on your investment by getting people to buy your comic. If you're not going to try any harder than having uh, throw in whatever classic monster you have or a classic doctor or a classic villain to try to get people to read your book, then I would say don't renew your contract. Let somebody else have a crack at it. Um, we've seen from other companies that have had the Doctor Who license or uh, even you know Panini with Doctor Who magazine. People have writers and artists that can tell wonderful stories without having to dredge up the past. Even the TV show, even Doctor Who as an entity is a TV show. You don't have past doctors show up every single season or back-to-back -back stories. You know, from the three doctors for the 10th anniversary of Doctor Who, from there that point on, having extra doctors in a story was a special event. Titan Comics, even back when you first got the rights and you did like the four doctors and the, the big Cyberman story that you did with multiple doctors, it was a special event. Now you're just throwing doctor, you know, the 10th doctor in for the sake of getting more readers. I think, I don't think I speak just for myself, but I think I speak for a lot of other fans that would agree with me on this, that, uh, we want to see something fresh and new. We don't want to see the having to rely on old stuff, old tricks, old characters to to get a readership. I want something new. And Jody Hauser, I would think that you would be somebody who would speak up and maybe as much as a, a Doctor Who fan you are, and as much as you enjoy, you know, writing the Tenth Doctor because maybe that is your Doctor. But I would think that you would like to say. Let me tell some stories where I get to stretch my creative bones and come up with something fresh and new. And let me tell a story where the the doctor uses her wits and uh, to get out of a sticky situation involving this brand new monster that can do this, or this brand new villain that wants to take over whatever planet. I would think that that. Uh, she would be that Jody, you would be more creative than that. And I would love to ask you about that, but I seem to have a tough time getting through to Titan to get in touch with you about doing an interview. So if anybody who's listening knows Jody Hauser and can put in a good word for me, I would appreciate it. Um, sorry, a little bit of servicing myself and my own interest of this podcast. Um, so with this rant out of the way, um, thank you for indulging me for the past nine minutes or so. And um, I think I'd, I'd like to think Doctor Who comic fans feel the same way as I do. If you've been reading Titan Comics and you, we've seen all the stuff that they've done uh, when they first got their license and they were doing three Doctor Who comics a month. And yes, you would see occasional, um, you know, old villains returning or old monsters returning, but there was still lots and lots of new stuff, new creative stories, new ideas, fresh ideas. That's what I comics is about is fresh ideas fresh takes on things and hopefully titan will turn this around and and we won't get rehashing of 13th doctor and past doctor taking on old monsters because that's what we've been having for basically the past year 
And I, for one, am tired of it. So, for episode 127, this is Jeremy's Rant. Um, Thank you for indulging me. And now, on to your regularly scheduled episode. And there you have it, folks. Another episode of Dr. Who Panel to Panel in the can. My thanks to all of you out there for downloading this episode and listening to it. I truly appreciate it. Like I said, like I always say, uh, doing podcasting is one of my hobbies that I truly enjoy just because it allows me the opportunity to speak my mind about Doctor Who comics to enjoy doing some wonderful reading. I've always been a comic book fan. I've been a long, long time Doctor Who fan. And the mesh of the two is something that I truly enjoy and I truly love. And I know those of you who listen to this uh, podcast do the exact same thing as me. Because this is uh, this podcast is one of those that is a very specific podcast. It has a very specific uh list of of listeners that will listen to this because it's such a small niche of uh of fandom and i appreciate each and every one of you that downloads this episode or these episodes and listens to them if you missed out on any make sure you check out uh, archive.org do a search for jeremy b Ment or dr who panel the panel to get all the previous episodes and until next time this is jeremy b Ment saying bye Doctor Who Panel to Panel, the podcast about Doctor Who comics, thanks you for downloading this episode. Let us know what you thought about this episode or of Doctor Who comics in general. You can find us socially on Facebook at Doctor Who Panel to Panel, on Twitter at Doctor Who P2P, 2 being the number 2, and online at DoctorWhoComics.com. Download previous episodes via your favorite podcast service and find the complete catalog of episodes featuring amazing interviews with creators past and present at archive.org. Just search for Doctor Who Panel to Panel. Thank you.